When you think about your life decisions, your goals, your passions, who do you turn to? Who is in your circle of influence? What energy are they sharing? How do they make you feel? And will they support you in your journey? Let's jump into who's supporting and influencing you and how you're reciprocating energy back out into your personal and professional community. Welcome to Career Strategies for Women That Work. I'm JJ DiGeronimo, and I select each episode with you in mind, a working woman that wants to have more influence and impact than they have today. With insight and research, you can gain momentum, knowledge, and even tools to help you leap in the direction you desire. With each episode, you can visit the show notes where I include additional links, worksheets, and questions for podcast clubs. Let's get started. Who is influencing you? Now, that might be an odd question because you might not even really think about people that may be influencing your decisions, your next steps, where you should hold on, where you should let go. I know I didn't. And in fact, I didn't even realize I needed to because many of the people around me at the time were people that I thought were excited not only for where I was, but where I wanted to go. And it wasn't until I really started putting the material together for my first book, The Working Woman's GPS, when the plan to have it all has led you astray, that I realized that I had to inventory where I was right now. Now, for many of us, we do this in our head. We say, oh, I could just figure this out in my head. But really, it takes a pen to paper to really sit down and think about who supports me now, who supports me where I'm going, and who's going to be excited for that next leap in my journey. Now you can do this yourself and just get a little sheet of paper and make it happen. Or you can jump over to my show notes, jjdgeronimo.com forward slash 18, and you can download a worksheet for free. Now, many of you may be thinking, why inventory? Why inventory? Well, for many of us, we're moving so quickly. And oftentimes we don't really think about who may be influencing us, our decisions, and ultimately our actions. I start chapter five on page 37, why inventories. I start with Erica Young's quote, you take your life in your own hands and what happens? A terrible thing, no one to blame. We have the power to change our journey and the responsibility to evolve. As the saying goes, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. But before many of us can leap in that direction, it's important to understand where you're starting from. I named my first book, The Working Woman's GPS, because just like a car, you can give your direction to a new place, but you can only do it if you know where you're starting from. So GPS only works if you have a starting point. And that point requires us to dig deep and really figure out where we are right now. Webster gives the definition of inventory as an itemized list of current assets or a survey of natural resources or a list of traits, preferences, attitudes, interests, and abilities used to evaluate personal characteristics or skills. And you might ask, what are we inventorying exactly? You inventory the people who influence you right now. Not the people that you hope are going to open doors for you or help you, but the people that you talk to about your goals, about your journey, about your next steps. Because we often need to take a look at what we have, where we are, what obstacles we're up against, and what we might need that we're not currently getting in our current state. 
And this is no different than pulling together your project plan. For any of you who have done a project, you generally inventory your assets, your people, your skills, your abilities, your resources. So it's the same process, but you're really thinking about you, your goals, and who may be influencing you right now. By using these types of inventories, I came to a pivotal moment that enabled me to reset my direction in my life and re-energize my purpose, my direction, and my desired outcomes. I became more aware and eager to understand. And as a result, I experienced a greater sense of inspiration and peace. This inventory allowed me to set off in a peaceful, confident direction And I wasn't the only beneficiary. My loved ones benefited from my new renewed focus and alignment. Now, the beautiful thing is I would not share something with you that I did not share with many women before this time. And when I was putting together my first book in 2010, I shared these inventories with many women. And so many said they were hesitant to do the inventories because they felt like they didn't have time. But when they actually took the time to just sort of think about who was there to help them now, had inspired them to move forward and supported them through their journey, they were actually surprised. Some of them had noticeable gaps. Others had overwhelming support. So really thinking about who is influencing you right now is a critical step in your journey, both at work and in life. And I always reference my favorite song, The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. His song, of course, has a lot to do with playing cards, but I sort of think about it in life. You have to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. And I think for many of us, inventorying the people who are influencing us can be instrumental in how fast we move through our own journey. So let's jump in. As I mentioned, I initially made some mistakes because I didn't take the time to do a personal inventory. I essentially overlooked some critical steps. And it wasn't until I was in it that I realized that my assumptions got the best of me. I relied on some people for support that really just weren't available. And the truth is, I wasn't either. See, the thing is, you attract the same energy based on where you are in your life. And if you're swimming in a mud puddle and you're negative and down and things aren't going well and you talk about it all the time, you attract that energy. If you're positive and upbeat, optimistic, you often attract that energy. So as you're thinking about this inventory, really think about what energy am I attracting? Who are the people that I'm pulling towards me when I'm moving through these critical steps in my career and my life? So the first step with any project, any assessment, any inventory, especially as you're getting ready to leap beyond where you are right now, is being honest with yourself. What energy are you attracting? What energy are you giving out into the world? Are you really as positive as you present yourself? Or do you have a negative self-talk that honestly gets the best of you and others, even though you don't say it aloud? So taking a moment to inventory your thoughts, your comments, your actions, to really gain insight to the energy not only you're giving out into the world, but you're also attracting. Katie Byron often says that the world outside you is really just a mirror of the world inside you. With that, You can see on the worksheet included in the show notes at jjdgeronimo.com forward slash 18, the first column is listing out the people in your life. Now I do it in groupings. I have friends, immediate family, coworkers, community friends, industry friends. It helps me keep track of the different groups of people that I talk to every week, month, or quarterly. Now, if you don't feel comfortable, maybe you use initials or 
something about the person like Seattle, New York, DC, whatever it is for you. And it's important to note, you don't just list the people you love, but those people you see on a regular basis. Think of the people you would invite to a house party or an event that you're hosting, even casual acquaintances that you may include in different initiatives, conversations, or events. Remember, you're ultimately looking for people you can count on. If a casual acquaintance comes to mind as a person you may be able to count on, put him or her on the list. The list will likely change over time. Throughout your journey, you may find yourself letting some names go and adding others. Next to the name, you want to create a second column about how each person makes you feel. So the top of the column is the word feel. Now you're not rating the person, but you're thinking about how you feel when you're with this person. Just try it. Just go down each person on the list and identify it with a symbol. A plus, I feel good when I'm with this person. I look forward to seeing him or her again. A minus next to a person's name, I rarely feel good about myself when I'm with this person. I often feel unsure and uneasy when I'm with him or her. And then a forward slash. This symbol indicates that I have mixed feelings about this person. I feel neither negative or positive. Or maybe it depends on the situation. Sometimes I have a great time and feel good about myself when I'm with them, and other times I do not. That really gives you ability to investigate further. Now remember, you're not judging these people. You are really thinking about how you feel when you are with them. Now, I initially created this chart in my head, and then I moved it to a napkin, and eventually I put it into an Excel spreadsheet. It really helps me get an indicator of the type of people I'm attracting, the energy I'm attracting. Am I aligning myself to energy that empowers and inspires me or drains me and makes me second guess myself? And again, as I mentioned before, it really is just a mirror of how you talk to yourself and how you feel about yourself. So if you're not thrilled with how your chart looks initially, this is just a point in time. You can change it at any point. But as we move into the second and third column, you will see how this can help you not only now, but really give you the energy, support, and influence you need to move in the direction you desire. So as we jump back into the influence chart, the first column, as I mentioned, is a person in your life that you would invite to a community group, a house party, a gathering, a work project. The second column is how do you feel? I just put the word feel on top. So how does the person make you feel? Which again is a mirror of who you are and what you're feeling. The third column is who gives you energy? Who gives you energy? So the third column, the title is energy. This gives you more information about yourself because what you're really looking into is does this person give me additional energy or drain my energy? And it's the same symbol. So a plus sign is I feel good energy. I feel like we have a give and take relationship. I enjoy this person's energy. Together, we have good synergy. A minus is this person takes advantage of our relationship and asks for more than me than I feel comfortable providing. He or she may even drain my energy. And a forward slash, I have mixed feelings about this person. I need to further investigate my energy level when I'm with him or her. Doing an inventory on how people and their energies affect you is vital. We all have friends and family who've become guides for our journey, providing friendship, energy, and feedback. Using your inner voice as a compass in addition to the people in your life who are a source of guidance for you. 
Now we need to take this one step further. Adding a fourth column using a symbol to document your answer, similar to how we have done for feel and energy. The fourth column is support. Who supports your journey? Now this is different than where you are right now. This is somebody that is excited to see what unfolds for you, that supports where you want to go, that helps you create the energy, momentum, and support as you move through the next steps in your life, your career, and your goals. So again, I use the same three symbols and I go through the list on the left-hand side of each person. A positive is this relationship is positive. It challenges me in a good and healthy way to be the best version of myself. A negative is this person and my relationship with him or her hinders me. I often feel discouraged from moving towards opportunities. And then a forward slash, I'm unsure whether this person or my relationship with him or her hinders or supports my journey. This relationship could go either way. I need to further assess the relationship. Now, as I mentioned before, this is not a head exercise. This is really something you should put down on paper. It's not personal. And if you think anyone's going to see it, definitely use initials or descriptive words for the people in your life. The whole point is, is you get to notice your feelings around various people in your life, how they affect your energy and how they affect your life's journey. And you will likely think of other people to add to the list and some that you probably want to take off, especially when you understand how people consume your energy and what places and what things you choose to do with the people on your list. Again, this is more to do with you than anyone else, but you need to be honest about who you are pulling towards you, who you're investing in and who is supporting you. Because for many of us, this is not an easy task because we have relationships that have been with us for a lifetime, high school friends, college friends, first coworkers. But as we evolve in our own journey, we may or may not have those particular individuals walk beside us. And if you choose to keep people on your team that have negative energy, you just have to protect your energy and your light when you're with them, because oftentimes it's not beneficial to you. But if you know it's coming and you know there's a history there, you can definitely create a buffer. We're not saying you should call any of these individuals today and say, hey, you have two minuses and a forward slash on my chart here, and I think our relationship's over. Absolutely not. This is just a way for you to learn more about yourself and more about your support system. And as I mentioned in both previous sections, it really is more about your vibe. As long as we are people and there is energy, I want to mention that it really is your vibration that is radiating in every situation. So whether you are empowering and engaging and supporting people around you or you're not, it's likely you are going to generate a circle of energy around you that will very much mirror the energy that you're feeling inside. So are you positive? Are you supportive? Are you genuine? Are you authentic? All of that will be radiated outward and eventually boomerang back to you with the people that you attract. A few questions you can ask yourself about your vibe is how do I think people feel when they are around me? Do people enjoy being with me? Do they see me as supportive? Do they feel good around me? How do I inspire people to be all they can be? How would people rate me on their people inventory that we're talking about here? Would I get all pluses or would I get some pluses, maybe a few minuses and even a forward slash? 
I think for many of us, along with noticing your vibe, make a point of listening to what you say and to whom you say it. Noticing your communication patterns, verbal or nonverbal, with various people. Is it enthusiastic, lighthearted, passionate? Is it come with low energy? Are you moody? Do you complain? Is it always serious? When you speak to someone, do you engage in their response? Do you see patterns in how people engage with you? And what if you altered your energy a bit? Might you attract a different type of person in your life? There is definitely a time in my life where people would describe me as intense, hot-headed, and easily triggered. And I have to say, like, I was in my 20s and I was so focused on being right and getting it done and really excelling. But along the way, I hurt a lot of people's feelings. I wasn't kind and I had to really work hard at times to be a better listener, to be more empathetic, to ask people's advice before giving my own, to listen more than I talked. And this is something I've had to learn over a lifetime. So I know my chart would not always be as vibrant as I would want it to be. But I am so much more aware of energy, so much more understanding of how much negative self-talk can impact our external relationships. And I think for many, this exercise is really more about you than the people you're putting on your chart. And if you're brave and really open for it, be sure to ask friends and family about how you make them feel and if you're supportive. Because I find for many of us, We really do have to start with us. As I have said in a previous podcast, working from the inside out can really take you to new levels in your life and in your work. And this is just a tool for you to get insight, not only about how you feel with other people, what type of energy that you get from them, but also if they would support you moving forward. And I think for many of us, we're so quick to look outward, which is why I started the chart this way. But really the lesson in this episode is to look inward, is to really think about how you support other people in their journey. Because ultimately, if you support other people, you often support yourself and you will attract the energy you need to create momentum for where you want to go. So this and many more lessons are in my first book, The Working Woman's GPS. And I just wanted to share that for many of you, GPS does indicate directions and getting from here to there. But in the journey of writing my first book, I really realized that for many women, we let go of our goals, our purpose, and ourself in the process of supporting others. So as you think about your life, think about your journey, make sure that you're keeping yourself whole that you're filling yourself with good energy and that you never let go of your life purpose and you align your goals to get closer each day to making your purpose a reality. So when you think of GPS again, hopefully you'll think about goals, purpose, and self. And you'll recommend this to other women that may need this in their lives. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you again here next time. 